welcome to the HJ Talks About Abuse podcast, the podcast where we talk about sexual abuse cases in the hope that it will assist listeners in openly discussing topics which have been ignored for too long. This podcast is brought to you by the abuse team at Hugh James. We are lawyers, so we tend to speak about the legal aspects of abuse cases, but we aren't too shy to speak up about the broader issues faced by survivors of sexual abuse too. We hope that you find it interesting, but more than that, if you are a survivor of sexual abuse, we hope that you find our discussion empowering. Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome to HJ Talks About Abuse. I'm Danielle Vincent, Senior Associate in the team. And today I'm joined by my colleagues, Kathleen and Hannah. Hi, both. Hi, Jen. Hi, Danny. So today we are going to be talking about luxury fashion brand Balenciaga and a recent campaign that they have brought out. But before we get into that, I just want to give a trigger warning to our listeners that we will be talking about sexual abuse and things related to that so if this is triggering to you please do switch off and join us for a future podcast so this has clearly been in the headlines I think most people will have heard of this and Hannah it was your idea to do this for a podcast this week so could you give us a bit of a background for anyone that hasn't heard about what's been going on? Yeah that's right Danny. so Balenciaga as you said have been in the media an awful lot recently um, receiving a lot of backlash for some photo shoots that have come out using child models. Now, they have been said to have been linking to themes of child pornography, child abuse and bondage. Now, the photos that have actually been released by Balenciaga, I think the ones that have been receiving the most attention, are the ones where they have been using child models, show it holding teddy bears with bondage gear on. And there's also been a few other things that have been spotted in the images that just don't really seem appropriate to be being used with child models, such as having carpets positioned and laid out in the same way as Ouija boards, dogs with padlocks around their necks, drawings of the devils, and just also like product placement that has been sort of referencing to child sexual abuse that it is, you know, really inappropriate. Yes. And if anyone has seen the images, I know that they've been talked about a lot by different people, is that when I saw them, I thought it was quite odd because the child models are wearing Balenciaga outfits. So not only are they advertising children's clothing, but these teddy bears are, as you say, dressed completely in bondage. It just didn't seem to marry very well. And at the time when I saw the images, I thought, that's a very strange sign off that somebody has paired those together. And I don't know what you think about this, Kathleen. Yeah, I mean, I I just I was shocked when I saw them. I first came across it because I saw that Kim Kardashian had come out with a statement because of her long term relationship with Balenciaga. And people were wondering when she was going to make a comment on on the controversy around these photographs, not least because she is a mother to, to four children herself. But I don't think you have to be a parent to be horrified by these pictures. I find it shocking that this could get approval anywhere, (laughs) let alone from a major fashion house. And I think Balenciaga then suing the production company and the photographer for $25 million in damages is really kind of knee-jerk reaction and a bit of passing the buck in my point of view. Certainly the production company should never have created these photographs, but 
clearly Balenciaga or someone at Balenciaga or some team at Balenciaga had to sign off on it. So, you know, what I think is important at this point is that we start turning the conversation around the focus of Balenciaga suing this production company, which they have now dropped the lawsuit. That was just released two days ago, the news about that, that they've dropped the lawsuit and talk about child sexual abuse and raising awareness of child sexual abuse. Yeah. And I hope actually that for other brands or other organizations that they take a look at this because as you say Blanca Aga is a major fashion brand now you know it has grown astronomically in the last couple of years everybody is wearing this brand and actually as a backlash to this I saw on a lot of social media platforms people destroying their their clothing items and these are very expensive items that I imagine for them as a company is going to be major damage control right now. But you, you're right. This isn't a small, small startup company. Those images will have been signed off multiple stages up to the point that they were already published on the website. And I don't know at what point they realized that this was not appropriate in any way until there was this huge backlash on the social media platforms. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I what I'd really like to see come out of this rather than there being lawsuits being filed is, which, as I say, now the latest news in the past couple of days is that that, that lawsuit has been dropped. But really what I'd like to see Balenciaga doing is creating a global campaign around raising awareness of child sexual abuse and educating their their staff about that and and the partners that they work with. Because I think if you actually knew about child sexual abuse, about the epidemic that we have of child sexual abuse in the world and in this country and, and various countries, you would never have allowed a campaign like this to even get off the ground. And so I appreciate that with the work that we do representing victims and survivors of child sexual abuse, that we understand firsthand the devastation that it wreaks on a person's life. But I think the message for me from this whole thing is that other people need to be educated about that as well. And if they were, this type of campaign would never have happened. No. And as you say, whenever we are talking about something that has hit the media, whether it's something like this or TV programs or films, you know, there's always then a huge talking point. So when I've been looking at it, there are media stations, main newsreaders all talking about this, talking about child abuse, trafficking, all sorts of things that is now much more in the public eye. Lots and lots of people are talking about it. So it is at this point, especially as it seems much bigger in America, this talk and this anger, that there are steps to, to make changes. And OK, there's been a real problem here. What's going to change from it? What awareness is going to be raised from it? Yeah. And I mean, the brand has actually admitted they've um, Balenciaga have actually come out and, and said, you know, they have made grievous errors and they have apologised. And they obviously removed all images straight away. But as you said, Kathleen, it will be really interesting to see actually what they do now and what they can actually do, you know, with their platform and influence to make a positive change. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that's a really good point. I, you know, great that they've apologised and, and admitted making mistakes. But from my point of view, that's not enough. Child sexual abuse is such a horrible, horrible societal problem and causes 
so much harm to children and adults as they you know grow from children into adults and even if you just know a little bit about child sexual abuse that happens around the world there's been recent headlines around the epidemic of it in the Philippines somebody receiving a 130 year sentence you know you just would never have conducted a campaign like this and so i really would just like to see them launching some type of public education campaign around this and and using this as an opportunity to create better awareness about this issue. Yeah, I agree. And especially the the, the dolls. When a major brand brings something out and it it hits fashion, we've seen it before, different things have hit the fashion market and you think, how is that ever going to stay fashionable? And then everybody's wearing it. If the backlash hadn't have come about and these bondage bears would have been you know being worn by lots of different children can, can you imagine that the normalization of what that would entail for you know that that those children in those campaigns I, I wouldn't like to say how old they are but they're pretty young you, you know I would have thought you know three four I mean very young and I think that's a really good point Danny I mean imagine if there wasn't and then we start you know kids start wearing these and we're then normalizing BDSM in children you know it's you know, horrific. And we've seen, you know, over the years talking about how potentially survivors have been normalised to abuse, sadly, because, you know, they've been made to, for example, watch porn from very young ages. If you're introducing something on a campaign from a major fashion, you know, house that then somebody potentially is taking that bear to school, it's just it just blows my mind to be honest that this is the same age that we're living in again that that got passed through all the safety and checks to actually land on the website it's really shocking and I think since this has come out people have actually been looking into Balenciaga further and there just has been a few you know other sort of worrying things that have been seen such as you know a lot of ballad in a lot of their images on their runway shows the use of fake dolls and blood in their bags and bruising and cuts on the models so as you say it's really just how Balenciaga move on from this and almost like realizing their influence yeah I mean we all know that we're in a very fast-paced world and that I imagine when you're thinking up different marketing campaigns especially in the fashion world that's changing all the time that you want something that's going to get people talking and stand out but it cannot be in this sort of realm anything to do with violence abuse oppression it just cannot it just cannot be something that people look to for inspiration it really can't and I would be interested to see what the sales figures will reflect in six months or a year and whether the the company can actually come back from it because people really are appalled. Yeah well we've already seen on social media a lot of people and a lot of celebrities also saying they're going to boycott the brand so as you say Danny it'll be really interesting to see what actually comes from this. Really interesting guys we'll have to watch this space and do an update you know six months time or so and see where things are. Well thank you both for joining me to talk about this and podcast listeners if you have any comments or thoughts on this specific podcast or any other future podcast you would like us to talk about please do get in touch with us on our contact handles and thank you again for listening. Thanks Danny. Thank you bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of HJ Talks About Abuse. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to speak to us about something you've heard today, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at aboutabuse at hjtalks.co.uk.